0: Hi everyone, this is Serena Sun, founder and director of Breaking Taboo. Welcome to our audio video podcast. Today, I am looking forward to having a conversation with Sadie who calls herself Sober Sadie because she is uh, a recovered alcoholic, recovering recovered alcoholic. We can talk a little bit about that. Um, And uh, she has decided to live her life completely sober right (laughs) so that's right yeah and and i know that uh, alcoholism uh and addiction are some very common uh, mental health issues that uh people often struggle with um so i'm very excited to hear about your experiences and see if we can draw some inspiration from where you were before to Mm -hmm. where you are today
1: so how does that sound sadie (laughs) that sounds absolutely wonderful (laughs) Thank you for having me here. This is so wonderful. Um, It actually is. This is kind of exciting for me. Um, It's my 995th day sober. Wow. And usually I don't count every single day, but it's just kind of like this whole week has just been absolutely incredible. It's been such a great week. Um, I just launched a website um, yesterday and it's SoberSadie.com, which is very exciting. That's Um, awesome. What's it about? It's uh, it's it's a blog, and it's about my um, experiences getting sober and just being a a a mother who's who's just living the alcohol free life. So, cool. that's, um, yeah, and I mean, like, my 1,000 days is on Sunday, which is um, unbelievable. I never, ever thought I would be where I am today. Mm. Um, when I first started this journey, thank you so much. When I first started this journey, I just wasn't really expecting, I didn't know what I was expecting. I just, um, I kind of wanted to take a break from drinking, and I never really intended to go that far with it. Mm-hmm. but like the more days that I went, the more I got addicted to counting the days. Like I was just like, wow, this is so great. I've, I've made it to five days and I want to keep going. And I just, I, I loved that feeling of success that I was continuously getting every single day. So that helped a lot with any of my cravings that I was having. Um, and I just, it kind of like changed my entire life as I knew mm-hmm. it. So
0: i think that's actually a good um tactic that's actually good to hear that what helped you stay sober is counting the days and being excited about every day that you're that you uh were sober yeah Yeah, i think that's a great takeaway so when did you ever I, i remember us talking about this before but like was it difficult for you to realize that you had a problem i mean what were all the things that led to um, you realizing that you didn't want to drink anymore?
1: Well, it was kind of a long line. Like there was a lot of things that happened um, in order for me to kind of realize that I had a problem. And um, it wasn't something that anybody could have shown me beforehand. It was something that I had to find out myself because like, like actually when I was, um, I think I was about 18 years old, somebody had told me like, look, I've seen the way that you're drinking. And I really think that like, at 18, you've got a, a, a drinking problem. Like you, you might like, just be careful. And I took it. I was offended by that. Like, I was like, what's like, what do you know? You don't know me. And like, it was my cousin who said that. And like, how are you drinking at the age of 18? Um, I, well, cause I I'm in Canada. So mm-hmm. legal drinking is 19. Oh. I actually started drinking when I was 16 Um, So I started drinking when my brother passed away of cancer. And like I, as a way of coping, I didn't really know. It was my first time that I'd experienced death and I really didn't know how to handle it. I really, I felt alone beforehand. And um, I mean, after it was just, it was devastating. I was completely devastated. And this is such a new feeling for me that I didn't, I, I just drank. And, um, at the time I had a lot of people who were a little bit older than me. And so, so they would kind of like, they were drinking buddies, like they were 19 and they would buy the alcohol and I would just go hang out with them. And, you know, like that was kind of like my group. And I, I, beforehand, I guess I, I felt very, um, insecure and I was just, alcohol was just like what made me comfortable in my own skin. It made me, um, more like, I felt like I was beautiful. I felt like I was like, just who I wanted to be with alcohol. Mm -hmm. And so my, my, my cousin told me that I had a drinking problem and here I was like feeling so beautiful every time that I drank and I'm feeling like the person that I was supposed to be when in reality, I wasn't like, I was becoming just like a completely different person from who I am. Like I, it just, it, it, but I mean, like going from that, it it just continued. Like I, um, like throughout my life, I like, I stopped drinking when I was 27, almost 28. So like, there was still like a long time before I I stopped drinking. And honestly, it just, um, it got a little bit better when I, I got a job and I, I started, I lived on my own and I was like paying my bills and I was feeling very, you know, adult. And, uh, so my drinking kind of stopped at that point but then it started up again. And then I, I lost my job. I, um, I moved to a different city to go to school. And then I, I failed my course uh, because of drinking. And then I just, it just plummeted. I just plummeted. And I just, I lost myself. I completely wasn't me anymore. And I, um, I, even then I was still drinking and it wasn't, in, it wasn't until the, the, like I, I had a, I had a baby. I had uh like my, my son in 2015 or 2016. So that I quit drinking because I was pregnant with him. But like the entire time I was like, just anticipating going back to drinking. Like the whole time that I was pregnant with him, I was just like, oh, I can't wait till I can drink again because I just wanted to go right back to it. And once he was born, I went right back to it. So then I, you know, went back into the cycle and, uh, yeah, it wasn't until he was a year and a half that I was just kind of like, wow, maybe I should, maybe I should stop drinking. Maybe this is kind of a problem. And then, um, that's when I took a break and it honestly wasn't until I guess like more recently that I really realized that most of the, the, the darkness that had been brought into my life was my own drinking that was doing it. Like alcohol just like led me down paths that I wouldn't have gone down if I hadn't been drinking. So (sighs) it was just, it, I wouldn't say that it ruined my life because I wouldn't be where I am today if it, if it hadn't been that way, but like it changed it it made things so much darker than it needed to be and Mm -hmm. it just brought me down to a level that I I shouldn't have ever been and now that I'm I'm sober I'm so happy and just so full of life again and um I'm me again like Mm -hmm. I honestly I just feel at peace in a way I mean I, I get sad but like it's nothing like how I felt before. Like it's it's a whole, it's, it's emotions that I should be feeling instead of trying to numb them, mm, so. I see.
0: So yeah, thank you for sharing um, all that, your journey, uh, you know, from the beginning until yeah. <laughs> getting sober. And there's a lot in there, um, brings up a lot of questions uh, that I have for you. First of all being, you keep mentioning, you know, um, who you really are and who mm-hmm. you are today and so what did you notice who were you when you drank because when you said so first of all I want to point out that the when you first started drinking you said that the traits were positive traits like it made you mm-hmm. feel more beautiful and made you feel yada yada yeah. um so who were you when you drank the good and the bad and right. who are you without like being sober who are you yeah. today
1: mm-hmm um so i when i was drinking the reason why i i loved drinking so much was because it it made me outgoing and i felt like at the time i was very very um insecure with myself and insecure with like um well i just i felt very lonely and drinking made me feel like i wasn't lonely and drinking made me feel like i belonged in a group whereas when i was sober i didn't feel that that belonging um, I felt very lonely, even in my family. Um, I lived with my my mom and my brother, and they just had a relationship that they didn't have to work hard at. They just, they just, it was a beautiful relationship, but I just felt like an outsider. My entire life, I felt like an outsider. And so, I mean, compared like in my family and, and, and like we moved, so like a, there was like a we we moved to a new town and i didn't know anybody and people like kids kids are mean kids mm-hmm. are very mean mm-hmm. um and so there was just a lot of like insecurities that i had and i think that alcohol kind of made them go away at least for a little bit mm-hmm. um or at least just kind of like numbed them mm-hmm. but then um i mean it only just it just made it brought out a a a person in me that was just not not good spirited like oh, i oh interesting it just um it it turned me into a very negative person and i mean it is a alcohol is a depressant it made me very depressed and um not just like when i was drinking it but also when i was you know completely sober like it just it brought me it it brought me anxiety when i was when I wasn't drinking so that I, I felt like I needed alcohol in order to cope. Because
0: you had become so dependent on it that, yes. that without it, you became anxious. Yes, um, exactly. Mm-hmm, okay. And um, uh, yeah. And who are you now? Like, who are you really? <laughs> um,
1: so now I think um, I'm still learning. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm still learning because like this was this, Took such a huge portion of my life. It was um, almost 12 years of me drinking. That like I'm still learning who I am, and I'm seeing pictures of myself when I was younger, and I'm I'm recognizing myself in these pictures. But like when I see pictures of myself, even from like six years ago, it's scary because I like I had gained weight. I like so much weight. I gained so much weight from drinking, and I I just I I was just a different person, like it's, it's hard to explain because um, I just, not drinking anymore has just like opened my eyes to who I really was and who I was becoming. And I think that like growing up with my, my father, like my father was an alcoholic. He actually quit drinking when I was 16. Oh. He didn't want his last conversation with my brother to be when he was blackout drunk. But like my father, like I have like one of my first memories is of him. um, Like we were leaving the bar and he, my brother was 10 at the time. I must've been about six years old. And um, my brother was telling him that, no, we're not getting in the car with you because you're too drunk. We can't, we can't. So we walked all the way home. And that was like one of my first memories of my dad, like that, that was my dad. And like, mm. my dad was always this drunk person that I never really knew, but, and so me, I started becoming like that person. I was becoming that person for my, my own son. And I just had to snap out of it because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be that person.
0: Is your dad sober now?
1: Yes, he is. He's cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, since since so- you
0: were 16. He is yes. Sober? Oh, wow. Yes. Cool. So he,
1: um, he's actually a huge inspiration for me. He actually helped me a lot um, come to terms with my own alcoholism with, um, I mean, like his father drank and he drank and it's just, it's nice to have somebody who has been through the same kind of experience, especially in your family. It's just really nice to have somebody to um, talk with and, and understand everything. So Wow, uh, yeah. And-
0: You're definitely lucky um, in that sense, because yeah, there's, uh, you know, you don't know how many times I've heard the story go the other way where family members don't understand or aren't supportive or, you know, uh, kick their kids out or whatever, because, because they think that they just can't control, you know, they think it's a matter of willpower, a matter of control and their kid is weak or or they don't want to do it or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, there's all, all these uh, thoughts that, um really like when you look at the psychology of addiction and just your own experiences going through it, um, which brings um, up another topic I really want to talk about, which is the actual feeling of addiction. When you're Mm -hmm. actually going through that, you know, like people don't understand what it actually feels like. They don't, they really have a hard time comprehending why someone can't just stop. Mm -hmm. Like, Why can't they just stop? You know, Hey, if you don't want to do it, why don't you don't just stop? do it. Yeah, yes. just don't do it. So, what's up with that, you know? Like what was it like with you? Like can you imagine your life before when you uh were addicted to alcohol? What if somebody told you to just stop or were there periods where you wanted to stop
1: and you couldn't stop? Like what is that like to be in that? Absolutely. Um so, it's 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 extremely difficult. Um especially because you've got like this this urge, this constant urge telling you to drink. And like, um, regardless of if you've had a good day or a bad day, you want to have that drink after.
0: Um, sorry, were you drinking every day? Because also alcoholism looks different for, for um, everyone. everyone. Yeah. So. Absolutely.
1: Um, I was so if I wasn't drinking every day, I would make up for it on the weekend. But like, I after my son was born, um, I was drinking i was a stay-at-home mom and i just drank like that's all i did like that's all i wanted to do and like actually even before he was born now that i think about it we just we drank every day um and it it was just so much it's so much money it's so expensive just to Mm -hmm. like feed this habit and like Mm -hmm. um did you have a
0: specific type of alcohol that you would go to or was it like anything
1: we we kind of we basically went from we drank a lot of beer we who's um, we um, uh, my my fiance and I, like we. Oh, okay. So like he would just with us, you. Yes, absolutely. Which all the time. was all the time, and like yeah. he he has been so incredible. He has been so supportive because, um, before I quit, we were talking about it, and I mean it was a topic of discussion a lot because it got to the point where it was like, okay, hey, this is like we're spending a lot of money and like this isn't really fair like I wouldn't even there's some days where I wouldn't even get out of bed um and like I would have like my son crawling all over me and I just would be I would be down all day Why? because, because you're hungover yeah and okay like, it, so it usually
0: just... when you drink it, it wouldn't be like one or two beers oh or no whatever. it would it be would, until yeah. the point that you got drunk. Yes, absolutely. Really it, drunk? Or like, was there oh, like, could you cut it off? Like, or was no, it-
1: there was no cutting it off. It honestly, it was like, as soon as I had one, it, it game over. Like there, there was no stopping. So it would be um, like beer, wine. Um, we did liquor for a little bit, but not, not super heavily into that. But like wine, especially near the end. Ugh, I can't even like think about it now. Like it's... Uh, <laughs> But, um, yeah, right. You would
0: just do it until the point you passed out until yeah, you got absolutely. tired and you passed I, out. But yeah, what would you, so, so interesting. So, uh, I mean, what was the appeal in that? Like, what, like, why <sighs> did you and your husband, would you do things
1: while you were
0: uh, oh, drunk or? We
1: would, um, so at the end we would play, like we're video gamers. We like to play video games. Um. And we would play video games together. We would play like Call of Duty together. And then like throughout the night, we'd just get worse and worse, obviously, because we're more and more drunk. Um, and we just... mean
0: the your score in the game would get worse and worse. Yes, so yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, and and our, you know, like we couldn't walk anymore. Like, oh, <laughs> I mean, like it, it honestly, it got to the point where um, like most nights I would be blacked out, like I would get blackout drunk. What um, about your
0: husband? Did he have a problem with it, too? Would he get blackout drunk?
1: So he would drink, like we would drink together, but Mm -hmm. there were some times where he would go to bed and then I would continue, or I like, we would go to bed together and I would still be drinking wine. Like I would have wine beside me. Um, and like, that was just the norm. Like we, we, we had, um, like a wine store right down the street from us. And Mm. that was like a regular stop. Like that was we were constantly there we were the regulars like
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah um, just but he didn't did he have a problem with it or no
1: so he 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 I guess like he kind of did but but not to the extent that I did. Um and he knew that I had a problem with it, but I think it was mostly he was drinking so that he could hang out with me, like spend time mm-hmm. with me because that's what I wanted to do. So mm. um but he he's he's amazing. He's very like fortunate that he doesn't he doesn't have the same kind of addictive um qualities as I do, I guess. Um but he he's he when it's- I decided to Mm -hmm. quit he just was like okay we're we're done like we're both doing this like he was just so supportive and I wouldn't have been able to do that without him like I wouldn't have been able to quit like I did like Mm
0: -hmm. so he doesn't drink anymore either
1: no he doesn't and I mean like once in a while he will if there's like if if we have people over for example but like Mm -hmm. you know what it's not it's not like he's not allowed like he's he can if he wants to but he just doesn't want to anymore like he doesn't really the value of it mm-hmm. because it just it makes him feel sick like after like the he gets ha- hangovers like that like mm-hmm. um and it's just not a it's not a, a great way of spending time spending money like spending anything so
0: right right but when he, when he does drink like nowadays is he able to stop oh yes okay yes. okay is, I think that's he, like a one of the defining yeah. um attributes of of uh <laughs> of alcoholism or mm-hmm. whether you are or not that's one of the the uh characteristics is if you have a hard time stopping once you start
1: yeah you absolutely know? so and for me like d- no question like there's no stopping like I I yeah there's and why is that like looking back on it why do you think that is like what... I honestly I don't even I feel like it's like uh were you my, chasing my, something I don't even know like my <laughs> my dad like it was always just like a craving for more I always like as soon as it was I drank it like water and I I just always wanted more like I was so thirsty but my body was telling me that I needed water
0: no. <laughs> and I like,
1: I never drank water back then. Like I drink water like crazy now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when I was drinking it, the only time I really drank water was like when I was hungover. Mm-hmm. So I was never like h- hydrated, but like I, yeah, I drank so much um, and so quickly too. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. So
0: when when you were drinking a lot um mm-hmm. did you think of yourself as having a problem or no?
1: I honestly there would be times where I would wake up and I immediately would be like wow like just this feeling of dread like not even knowing why I felt guilty or like just bad. But like just a feeling of like wow something something may have happened last night and I don't really know what it was. Mm. Um but I I like if if my if if Nick like told me like oh yeah this is what you did, like would for you example do
0: like horrible things or something. Oh or? man,
1: yeah. Like there 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 was times where I would I would do things that I just I but the thing is, is that like, he would tell me these things and I would just kind of like shut down and be like, no, that like, that was a different me. Like that was, that wasn't really me. Like, this is like who I am now is me, but like, that was just like somebody else. And I had no memory of it. So it was easier for me to pretend like it didn't happen. Oh,
0: it was kind of like, was it like uh blame it on the alcohol yeah. type thing? Like the song, <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> like, interesting but it it was there was no because of that there was no taking responsibility for my actions obviously mm-hmm. and there mm-hmm. was no growth like i was not growing during this time because like there you learn from your mistakes that you remember making
0: right but, like, oh i, I see right
1: yeah i had no recollection of the mistakes that i made so i was just kind of like going blindly into you know situations like just, Oh, well, whatever. Like it wasn't, I didn't do it. It was the alcohol. Exactly. Blame it on the alcohol. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, there was, um, there was one time when I first started dating Nick, um, we went to Niagara Falls with his family and it was like, we went to like this, this nice dinner, like I don't even remember I honestly have no recollection of it but I I just completely embarrassed myself and like still to this day I'm so embarrassed that I because this is like these are my in-laws now like these are my family this is these are my people now and I'm Mm -hmm. still just like so you know like there's shame like it's
0: but you don't remember like you know that you embarrass yourself but you don't remember like how you embarrass yourself I mean like
1: Nick will tell me like little bits and pieces of, of what I've done every night kind of thing. But I mean, like he did, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, it's, it's just, it's shameful and it's, yeah, it's embarrassing because I'm not, I'm not that person at all. And there, there were so many things that I apparently Mm -hmm. did that I would never do if I was sober and like, yeah, so it's just
0: Right. It doesn't fit in with your identity. It's like cognitive dissonances, yeah. And yes, also, exactly. I'm sure it's be- bewildering mm-hmm. to not know what mm-hmm. happened, you know, all yep. the time. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely scary, you know, it sounds like a scary experience. Absolutely. It's yeah. terrifying.
1: Um, I remember there's this one time that I, like, I came to, like, I, and I was, I was walking down the street, and I, like, I, I just like woke up walking down the street. I didn't have any shoes. Um, like oh. I drank a ton of wine before and I, I have no idea like what happened the night before, like none. And like, just like, that's terrifying. That's not, were you, you told
0: that to, like, did you ever figure that out? No,
1: I all, all I know is there's like a cab like down the street. So I just like got into it and went home. This is when I was like, I think I was like 19 or 20 at that point. Uh-huh. um but like you think you had so you had your scary. purse and
0: everything with you yeah you could I paid for the cab ride like yes. what if you got mugged or something oh like-
1: exactly like but it's just like just having that like just that loss of control is so scary because it's like and that's what it was like it was just like I like right now I love being in control like me sober mm-hmm. I, and I think that that's like a huge thing that I'm so proud of is just being incomplete control of myself and like knowing how to like I can't control the world around me but I can control how I act and I think Mm -hmm. that that's just really empowering Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. however like as an alcoholic I couldn't control anything I couldn't control what I did I couldn't I couldn't do anything like I so I feel like I I've in sobriety I've gained power Mm -hmm.
0: oh yeah Oh of course. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And um I also wanted to touch on when you said that you lost your job and uh something else with the tests, right? Um that uh, my um
1: I took a course so I took a course.
0: okay yeah so so I want to touch upon it because um you know people hear of that stuff all the time like mm-hmm. but okay so people think okay if you're addicted to heroin it makes sense for you to lose your job but it's right. really difficult sometimes for people to imagine especially given looking at at you Sadie like you seem obviously now like a normal happy right mother <laughs> wife um you know whatever so people have a hard time comprehending how that's possible
1: mm-hmm. yeah so,
0: yeah so how did that happen like how is it possible to lose your job uh because you go home and drink you know
1: yeah well I mean it, it got to the point where like I I remember like I almost like was sick I was hungover. Um, and I had a retail job. I was hung over like so hung over that I almost like threw up on a customer oh. like I was in the midst of like talking to them and i like I was like swaying, and I felt so sick i didn 't i didn 't throw up on them, but like it was it it 's scary like you um you just you don't even realize the power that alcohol has over you when you're showing up to work, like a little bit late every day, like later, 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 every single day. And you're just kind of like anticipating going home so that you can continue the, the cycle. Um, But it was like, it, it got to the point where instead of, of, of having goals, instead of having, you know, like um, oh, like I want to get a promotion. I want to. I want to succeed in um, in my job. I want to get drunk. I, I want to do this instead. I don't care about my dreams. I just want to like feel better now, like or better, mm-hmm. but not actually better. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's it's like uh yeah. It's hard. It's a hard cycle to break because like when you yeah, like I said before, like, it's just like, when you have a good day, you want to drink when you have a bad day, you, you want to drink.
0: So, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and is that like what addiction is like for, for people is, um, uh, just, uh, you know, just the inability or, uh, to care about anything else except for like, besides the next fix or like the next time you're going to do something.
1: I mean, certainly for me, it was, I mean, I don't speak for,
0: Right, Everybody, right. but
1: like for me, my like my addiction—it just like it—it it made it's it overpowering so for sure. It is yeah. overpowering, and and that's what made me like as soon as I have one drink, it was like goodbye night. Like that was that was it. Like,
0: mm-hmm. and that's probably because it's triggering in your brain. Your brain recognizes it. It's learning that oh, this is my reward. This is my dopamine. Yes. So you're yep. and basically you know psychological. You know, standpoint, what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like um, you're in in addiction. Um, You don't care about the other stuff because your dopamine is getting the reward. It's getting instead of Mm -hmm. instead of getting the reward with goals, it's getting the reward with what is in front of you right now, which is your alcohol or whatever it is. So your brain doesn't need that. So literally, it's like, oh, I don't need this other stuff. I'm perfectly fine. Once I get this, I'm happy. Like once I get this, I'm like uh, my reward is good, and that's just. What our brain is tricking us into thinking, you know absolutely, um,
1: and it's yeah. like good enough for now instead of good enough forever, you know like it's it's a very short term fix for for you know instead of what it should be as you know like you should be achieving your goals. Well, when um, you're
0: drunk, you don't even think about that stuff, obviously. No, exactly. You know? like so it, like, yeah. Well,
1: I mean, there's like, I remember there was a, there was a test. I had a test in, um, it was, I think it was like math or something. And I'm I'm terrible at math. I can't stand it, but. Me too. I, <laughs> um Same. I was, (laughs) I was, I remember like sitting, I was, I, um, when I was in college, I was working at the bar, the college bar there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just remember like sitting at the bar being like, okay, so Mm -hmm. I could have a drink or I could go home and like study for this test. And I was just like, well, I'm definitely not going to go home and study for this test. Like, Uh. are you serious? Like, (laughs) like hell no. Um, but yeah, now I'm like, I mean, it's, Well,
0: I mean, it's, it's understandable because, um, society and the media tends to reward that. Oh
1: man. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, Yeah. It's like,
0: I mean, who, like there's out of all the stories that talk about kids who go home and. Study or you know mm-hmm. like sit in front of their books. Oh yeah, there's like,
1: like lame or whatever. But right, like-
0: right, and there's like you know ten more movies that are talking about you know going out to party or the rebel oh, or man. The, you know the like drinking or you know yeah. the fraternity life, the sorority life, the like you know like Absolutely. all these major parties. Like those are the ones that get attention. Those are Absolutely. the things that people want to watch on TV. So I For think sure. it kind of instills in us that that's what we're supposed to do. That we sure. live a good life. That's how how you know that's what life is supposed to be about that's yeah. how fun you know so it's not I'm just saying because you know for for people out there who may be struggling like it's uh, don't be too hard on yourself because you're literally mm-hmm. living in a society that is um you know normalizing this it. already yeah, yeah <laughs> normalizing exactly. it and rewarding it even in oh, society
1: man. absolutely and there's so many shows that like um like Modern Family I was watching um they just glamorize like um like the mom in that in that show drinks all the time and they always (laughs) like it's like a joke like it's a constant running joke about how like oh she's you know she needs she needs a drink blah blah like whatever but it's just Mm -hmm. like every single episode is just and like this is like this is the norm like this Mm -hmm. is like you know you're celebrating sometimes
0: too yeah I see that in movies now that you mention it I definitely noticed that where oh, any man. little thing, yeah, they're like, oh, I need a drink. Oh, I yeah. need a drink. I need a drink. And it's a slippery slope to to say it's like slippery to have that mindset is like every time something goes wrong in your life, I need yeah. a drink. Because then what happens is you end up relying on the drink. You think it's like the solution. Exactly. It's like one plus one equals, you know, two, but yeah. it's really not. Like you don't need the other one, you know. Yeah. It's Yeah, like- exactly.
1: <laughs> like And I think that that was like a huge thing for me that I, like I depended on alcohol so much throughout my life. Like I, um, my, my mom, um, she was diagnosed with aphasia when I was, uh, in 2014. What is that? So aphasia is a form of dementia. Okay. Um, and so she was diagnosed in 2014 and that was like, I, it was like, crazy like I was 24 I was um that was like while I was working at the bar like drinking all the time and um the way that I handled it was to drink more so instead of you know like processing like the you know like it was like okay well drink time like it's it's Mm -hmm. instead of going to you know like I, I look back at it like I should have like spent more time with her because like she passed away in 2016 um but instead of you know like i shouldn't have been drinking i should have been hanging out with her because i i should have been spending that time um but it's just like you you don't even think about it you don't think twice about it because it's like that's the number one like you're like alcohol comes first that's like the first thing that's like that's all you want you feel sad you drink you feel happy you drink you feel um scared that you're gonna lose somebody you drink. So it's like So
0: what would you say to people um who still think that it's a matter of choice mm-hmm. and it's just like a matter of like a willpower and whether you're strong enough to uh you know mm-hmm. like I don't know go sober or not.
1: Yeah, <laughs> honestly it's I guess it would, I would just like say that it's it's a lot harder when when it's you know like you don't understand what somebody's going through like you don't really understand what addiction is if if you think it's just like something that you can just you know like it might be easy for you it might be easy for for somebody else to like just drink a a beer and then that's it but like for some people it's like it's it's Mm -hmm. oh i just got chills for some people it's a lot more than just a beer like for some people it's you know it's the way that they want to live or it's the way that they think they want to live but Mm -hmm. Um, yeah it's a lot harder than
0: yeah and I think that there's also so much more there you know like um, so much more in their background their psychology like what are they running away from what are they trying to achieve what are what are the insecurities there what are the you know um, pressure what is the stress like there's so much yeah I think like the way that I see addiction is you first you have to think of like what caused that addiction like that's what people aren't really thinking of because it's not like know it's very rare that someone's like oh they're just addicted because there's nothing that they're dealing with in life you know (laughs) i think that that, yeah that's just you know (laughs) i can't even think of i mean i'm sure there's you know there's a there's a, a yes to everything but i can't think of a single person that I know or a single story that I have heard of where that's been the case where yeah, someone absolutely. has not had anything, no trauma, no problems in their life in general. Oh my gosh. Right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, so I think it's really, you know, when people think of addiction, they need to take all of that into account. They need For to sure. take in the psychology of a person, the background, oh my brain, gosh, the experiences absolutely. of the person. And then also obviously neurologically, like their brains and, you know, what's going on there. And also you did mention again, your dad, uh, right? Mm-hmm. It was an alcoholic. So I do know that it runs in the family. Yes. Now, whether that's how much of it is genetic, they say it's genetic, but also it sounds like, you know, it's obviously behavioral as well, because if for you sure. grew up seeing your dad
1: do something. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's funny too, because like the first, uh, like, I guess the first 16 years of my life, I was completely against alcohol because I, I had seen the effects of alcohol with my dad. And I was like, I'm gonna I tell can't you,
0: believe it sounds like me and smoking. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Smoking was a habit that I uh, had to break and like I still have a cigarette every now and then and every wow. time I do like I'm still at the point where I'm like you know well I mean for me I kind of want to be at a point where I'm not fearful of it right but I also you know don't want it but yeah. sometimes like you know when I do drink I might have like one or two and it's fine yes. it doesn't make me and that's how I know that I don't have an issue with it is that it doesn't make me want to have any more sure. you know um, although yeah. that's something that I'm working. On as well is is right. just totally not you know because I yeah. do one hundred percent one hundred percent feel much better without yes cigarettes I used to but smoke
1: too actually like I yeah a lot I, of people
0: smoke it's and also talking about media and society. That's everywhere in the movies and tv shows yeah like you know it's it teaches you that it's just something to do when you're stressed out same thing when you're stressed out have a cigarette and it's also
1: like it's viewed as like cool like you're you know like it looks cool it's like you know Mm -hmm. like but mm-hmm. it's so yeah
0: it's, rebellious. Like you're yes. not square. You know you yeah. know what's up. You know it's Absolutely. like yeah you're you live life a little like all of that. All of that glamorizes like the yeah. act of smoking or drinking. You know in For your sure. case, um, or uh, I'm sure a lot of other uh, drugs as well, you know, mm-hmm. in society. But I was going to say, you know, growing up, I remember, I definitely remember my dad smoking and I mm-hmm. used to, I used to hate it so much. I used to like make him cause you know, you learn in school, it's bad for you. And like, yeah. you could die from, so I used to, for Christmas, I gave him like little books that I made that were like, don't smoke, <laughs> like anti-smoking books. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Um, which mm-hmm. of course, you know, he like didn't, he was like, oh, what's this? You know, it's like, <laughs> because that's, again, you don't tell, like now I know, but like someone who's addicted, right. you don't, that's, you don't do that. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, you yeah, can sure. tell them all the thousand different reasons why I'm sure they probably already know, you know, yeah. but it's more complicated than that. It's a lot more Absolutely. Um, but yeah, and then later in life, you know, it was just a thing. Mm-hmm. It's just a thing that people did. And I kind of started doing it. And at first I wasn't addicted and then I became addicted. And it right. became like the thing to do if you were creative or a musician or a writer, which I am both, you know, or, yeah. or if you had a stressful life or if you were yeah. up to a lot of things or if you had a busy calendar or if you were an entrepreneur or CEO or anything. It's just yeah. things. I was like, oh, okay, that's like, it helps. And then- mm-hmm. You have to break through, like, does it really help? Is this really helping me? You know, that's like Mm -hmm. a big question to ask. Is this really helping me? Why the heck am I even doing it? You know, like, what is it actually
1: really giving me? Yeah.
0: Like, really, what is it really giving me? You know, and how much of that is a lie?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. And like, that is exactly the same. Like, it's exactly the same with alcohol. It's, It's the same. I mean, as far as I know, like it's the same with any addiction. Like it's as far as like my own experience, very similar. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, scary, alcohol, though. yeah, alcohol, unfortunately, I mean, they're both bad, but unfortunately, yeah, obviously with alcohol, you have to deal with hangovers and oh, not being able to do anything and, and, and the dangers, like dangers of drunk driving and all that. Oh, um, so, you know, I, back to what we were talking about with with your life and your journey once mm-hmm. you did realize that and once you had your husband's support yeah what did you do did you immediately go to aa did you no
1: actually um so i didn't go i didn't use aa i actually found this is like crazy um i go on reddit a lot and i i found like this like this community on reddit it's a stop drinking community
0: oh okay um,
1: and so I'd never heard of it before but I started going on there and even before I quit like I was just kind of like wow this is this is kind of cool like maybe I should and I started reading I started reading all these people's all all these different experiences and I started really kind of like um I mean I saw things on there that I, that really like spoke to me I guess and mm-hmm. so it kind of inspired me and then um, we went on vacation. So I, I, I started, I stopped drinking, um, for about two or three weeks. And then we went on vacation, um, like Nick's family lives in Mexico. And so we went down to see them and I started drinking back like again. Um, and like I was drinking, I remember it was new years and I, I was so drunk and I, I just remember just being so upset and being like, this is why I don't want to drink anymore, because it's making me angry. It's making me it's turning me into a person that I don't want to be. And I'm like, I'm done. Like when we get back to Canada, I don't want to do it anymore. And like, that was the point that I was like, I already tried to quit before. And I know that this is what I want to do. I know that this is 100% the road that I want to go down because I'm tired. I've lived I've, I've lived in addiction and I, I've not lived in sobriety. So I want to see where that road leads. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. we got back and we just like started purging. We just like, we got back and our apartment was a disaster. Like we just decided enough was enough. Mm -hmm. We had to take control of our life and Mm -hmm. and we just started, yeah, we started purging. We, Um, my mom had a storage unit that we just like went through. Like we literally just like started purging our life with like Mm -hmm. everything, like alcohol. We started like, just, we just didn't want to live the way that we were living. And I ended up, so I went back to school. I got my diploma. I got a better job because I had been a stay at home mom and I started getting really antsy. And I think that that was like part of the problem was I just, I wanted out. I wanted a break. I wanted to get away Mm -hmm. Um, not that I like, I love being a mother, but I just needed to be me. Like, I just needed to find who I was. Mm -hmm. Um, I, before, um, before quitting drinking, I never drove a car. I was always just like very anxious about driving. Mm Um, I mean, even the, the idea of driving was just like terrifying to me, but I ended up getting my license. I ended up like, I just, I got a better job, like the, the job that I'm working now. And like. I just it was it was as if I just kind of like catapulted into a better life. Like it was just like quitting drinking was like what got it all started. And it was yeah, like Yeah.
0: So how easy was it? Was it super easy for you? I mean, or no? Did you suffer? Also, did you suffer from the shakes or any withdrawal symptoms that are typical of drinkers?
1: Um, I I don't think so. Like, not that I can remember. Um, I it was I think because we had decided, like I had decided for myself that I didn't want to do it anymore. I mean, like I, whenever I had cravings, I would drink kombucha, like kombucha was like the best thing ever. Like it was like, it was perfect because it was like bubbly and like, just like, yeah, just and club soda, I guess in like, just, just bubbly drinks were just kind
0: of like beer or champagne or
1: like, um, it was like the perfect, like. Yeah, like it, Instead of drinking wine, it was kombucha. Like even in a, a wine glass, like, it was a good substitute. Interesting. Perfect okay. substitute. So okay. I I would drink that whenever I I had a craving. Um, and I mean it it really helped. It honestly it helped so much. And then um, like all we would do was like buy kombucha and like <laughs> like we had a ton. But I mean like we were used to spending even more money on on wine and mm-hmm. on beer. So like it was it was like nothing. It was like pennies. But so do
0: you go to AA?
1: Now? No, I, d- no. I, I don't. So you've never
0: gone to AA. You, okay. Did. Do you believe in it? Because you know, some people don't believe in it.
1: Honestly, yeah. I, I feel like there is no right or wrong way to get sober. There's mm-hmm. no, I mean, everybody does things differently. Alcohol affects everybody differently. So I think um, sobriety is the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that like, I, I, I believe in AA if, if it works for some people, but like, it's not something like my dad tried to do it and he just said that it it did not work for him. So like, Mm. and it's not to say that, that, you know, like it, well, it doesn't mean anything like it, it just because it doesn't work for. For one person, yeah. One person doesn't mean it doesn't, you know.
0: So yeah, yeah. But okay, so when you first decided to quit, did you like doubt yourself, want to go back or have withdrawals or anything? Or I mean it sounds like that was that. That, that you made like, a decision and that was that. Is that so? Correct?
1: I think I guess I'm a little headstrong because um it got to the like it took a while to get to that point of where I was just like enough is enough. But like, once I got there, I I didn't want to go back. Um, Mm -hmm. There were some times where I'd be like, wow, I do miss it. I miss, um, you know, like just the experiences of like hanging out with people and having a beer. Like I miss, I kind of miss that idea, like the concept, but I don't like, because now I'm, I'm sober. I'm the sober person at the party. Like, and that's just like, it's fun. I like being the sober person. And then I get to hook. What do you like about it? (laughs) What Um, do you like about it? Well, it's really funny because like, I can kind of like point out who's blackout drunk, I guess. I was just wondering about that. Like, yeah, what is it?
0: That was going to be my next question. What is it it like to see other people who are drunk
1: like from the other side? Oh man, it's... (laughs) It's so it's, it's an experience. That's for sure. Like, I I feel like it's like my superpower. I'm like, I can tell, (laughs) like, I'm like, Ooh, who in the room will not remember this moment. Um, Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Like we had, we had a friend over a while ago and they were blackout drunk. They got to the point where like, and they're just swaying a little bit back and forth and just like, like you could tell. Um, but it's just, I, I just, I remember being that person. And so like now I know what signs to look for. Like Mm -hmm. I I, I recognize myself as Mm -hmm. blackout person, I guess. Like I just remember being that person. So it's just- it's yeah, it's my superpower, I guess.
0: <laughs> That's-, <laughs> That's cool. That's a great way of uh looking at it. I mean, it's Yeah. It's, yeah, something to it's look a- forward to for people who are uh, you know, uh recovering. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and
1: it's good cuz like I I I'm I'm a mother of two children and when they are older, it's going to be um mm. I guess I don't want to talk about. Oh, well, I don't want to say that they're going to be drinking, but like when they are drinking and be tell- mm. I'm going to be able to tell that you know?
0: Oh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that is like,
1: <laughs> I know oh, it's funny too. Cause like Nick will have like, if he does have a drink, I can smell it like immediately. That's, I guess that's another thing. Cause I'm just like, Oh, like you've been drinking. Like, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's just like, I can tell, like it's, it's something that I can pick up on now that I'm not in that world anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah interesting um so I've also noticed that you don't well you haven't yet uh at least not with me but you haven't called yourself an alcoholic or recovering alcoholic or anything and uh, also you know um I do understand that there are issues with that word as well and it doesn't you know and it's your own identity of course so do you identify with an alcoholic or no
1: honestly I I don't really think about it like I I I guess like I I I I had a problem with, with drinking and I think that that is, that's it. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't get offended by like the term alcoholic because mm-hmm. like it's, I, I try not to, you know, like it's, I had a problem with alcohol. So mm-hmm. I, I guess that makes me an alcoholic, but I don't really think about it all that much because do you still
0: have a problem with alcohol like would you say that you have a problem with alcohol yes. and I'll tell you why you, okay you do, <laughs> you do. okay <laughs> yes. so so yeah so if you were ever to have a beer again like you think you it would just yes. do the same thing you wouldn't control okay and 100%. the reason why I ask is because this is why some people have a problem with the label of being an mm-hmm. alcoholic It's because and the same reason why some people have a problem with them AA or don't believe in it is you know the the whole thing like once you are you are forever so mm-hmm. once you're an alcoholic, it's like you know, day by day, every day, like, once you are this thing, you are this forever. Um, So therefore, every day is like, you know, uh, like, um, a risk or every day you have to, you know, um, be, wary of that or be careful or whatever yeah. you know so and it works for a lot of people however yeah. i also know um of the opposite methods working for mm-hmm. people as well where they don't subscribe to that mentality right. and so it's interesting it's just interesting yeah um to
1: think about yeah <laughs> well for me like i know that like as it's it's scary like as a student i know for a fact that like if i ever had one one drink it it's over. over. Yeah. It's over. Like it's, it's not even, but for me, like, it's not even worth it. Like regardless of what happens in my life, like I, it's just not worth it. It's not worth throwing everything away. Like the house that I'm currently in, I would not be in had it, like if I had continued going down. The, Why do the you path. say that?
0: Why? Um, Why Because not?
1: I was able to actually like save money. um, And actually like, (laughs) like I grew up, I grew up because I stopped drinking. Like, I, I mean, we talked about before, like learning from your mistakes and I wasn't learning, I wasn't growing before, but because I got sober, I was actually able to learn from my mistakes and actually deal with the problems that I, um, used alcohol to kind of avoid. Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm currently yeah I'm I'm in a house that I I would never have been in had it not been I mean if I was still drinking I wouldn't it's it's like that's why I'm 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 so like I'm so sure that like just having one more drink would be like throwing it all away because mm-hmm. I just know myself and I and I got out of it and I'd never want to go back
0: and those problems that you were running away from, or not wanting to deal with, or coping um, using alcohol to cope with, would you say like, are you dealing with them now?
1: Well, I think a lot of or did the they just go
0: away over they time. They go away.
1: Like, I think a lot of the problem was like, um, like I felt very lonely. Like my my childhood, I I did feel very lonely, and I now i i don't feel lonely because i i've i have a family and like i think that i there's a, so many problems that just kind of like solved themselves because of mm-hmm. my sobriety um so i think that like my drinking just like made the problems worse it made me push people away and it made me kind of like be by myself mm-hmm. so instead of like i was i was lonely and i was drinking and i was making myself even more lonely mm, so like I see. fixing the drinking made me appreciate what I had and I had I mean when I quit drinking um I had my son and now mm-hmm. I've got like a, I've got my daughter now and like I have Nick and like I am so lucky to have them I'm so I'm so happy and so lucky to have my family so
0: that's yeah. awesome that's Thank great you. oh my gosh yeah no really really wonderful to hear and um and you have two I didn't know you had two yes yeah (laughs) yeah no definitely I can't feel lonely with that I'm sure days are taken up
1: (laughs) full yeah (laughs) if anything it's I wish I had more time to myself (laughs) yeah exactly now it's the opposite (laughs) yes exactly never never lonely ever again
0: (laughs) (laughs) awesome so okay so with the remaining last few minutes we have left is there anything else that you'd like to talk about anything that we haven't touched
1: upon that you like to share um honestly I think that like I think we covered most of it but I just think that like for anybody who's who's out there who is just feeling like they need um just help in general just reach out to somebody because I think that like me feeling lonely like I know that like it's like I was stubborn and I I didn't want to reach out for help Mm -hmm. Um, but like, there are so many tools that are available for people who are trying to overcome addiction. And I really think that, um, yeah, just like use the tools that are available. Um, and like, honestly, like I, life is so much better when, when you're not drinking constantly and like, Mm -hmm. you're just so worthy of more than just drinking your life away. Like it's, it's honestly just such a huge um, deal to, I don't know. Um, what about for people who, uh, are
0: not fully aware that they have a problem or not, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like where you were before.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. I think we talked about this too. It's coming back to me, like during our, our, uh, our phone call, but, um, yeah. Yeah, the you know, um, there are so many people who it's like their normalcy there. It's their normal way of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they may or may not uh, realize that it's right. causing issues, or
1: linking it to alcohol. What would you say to them? um I guess like do some reading do some research like I guess it's it's just so hard to like get in the mind of of somebody who who's kind of in denial I guess how about
0: this what would you have liked to tell yourself when you were (laughs) in denial yeah because you did mention uh I don't think during this podcast but I remember now during during the uh uh, phone call you said that you were in denial for years yeah right so yeah absolutely Um, What would you have liked to tell yourself um that would have helped
1: I don't know if I, I feel like I would have wanted to listen, like, instead of telling me anything, I feel like mm-hmm. I would have wanted to listen to my, my, my issues instead of, um, yeah, like, just kind of, like, hear, hear me out, I guess, because, like, I, whew, there were a lot of emotions, there were a lot of things that I was suppressing, but, like, I, yeah, I think that, like, you just listen, just stop trying
0: to numb it out and actually and and listen to
1: like what you're like pay attention to what you're doing and like um yeah just kind of snap out of it (laughs) it's hard but it's it's so hard it's it's hard to get to that point because um but like I feel like as soon as you do get to that point like as soon as you start to think that like oh maybe I do have something like maybe I should think about it Mm -hmm. um I think that like yeah just talking to people is honestly like the on even on instagram like the the sober community on there is just like mm-hmm. so incredible i've i've honestly been blown away like there's just so much support out there that for people who are struggling so
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah very... i think
0: people are starting to see that you know these issues again that were so taboo before right it's yes. <laughs> like mm-hmm. actually aren't you know yeah and of course our intention is to make them uh, make people realize that they don't have to be taboo. Yeah, absolutely, and they are actually, and it's
1: quite common. Yeah, I mean. absolutely, it's it's not. Yeah, like you said, it's it's not an uncommon thing. Like people yeah. just um, bonding with people who have who have been through the same kind of thing. Like we are, like we're hardened because of it, but we're like so um, supportive because mm-hmm. we understand. And I think that that's like a huge, um, that's just special. It's special to to find a community that um celebrates you know something like this like Mm -hmm. addiction like it's um (laughs) like we are celebrated for for the amount of days that we have um not done our i mean not you know
0: yeah absolutely well yeah yeah those are definitely great words of advice for anyone out there struggling and i i hope that we throughout this podcast have helped people understand Mm -hmm. (laughs) i really hope that i i hope that we have um helped uh you know the communities out there um, mm-hmm. feel feel like they do belong to you know people out there who who might not have a community mm-hmm. um, feel like they there are places to go and you know there is hope obviously and Absolutely. you're definitely an inspiration Sadie even you know I just find it like so interesting that your name it rolls off the tongue very well sober Sadie right oh, the name that you've you. chosen yeah because mm-hmm. that's not that's not something that most people would advertise as much you know like oh I'm sober da 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 right it's like that usually creates a whole slew of questions or taboos or stigmas or whatever so it's great that you are actually just putting it right out there (laughs)
1: like this is me this I am I'm sober absolutely Well, and it's (laughs) funny (laughs) too yes absolutely for sure like it's funny too because I I wanted to open my account I opened it on my mom's birthday um and I wanted to open my account for for a long time. I didn't really know what name to pick, but then it was just like my my mom's birthday. I was just like, you know what? Let's just go with Sober Sadie, that's it. (laughs) And like, it was just like a last minute thing, but it's, I'm so happy that I went with that. Like, it's just like.
0: I think it's great. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sadie. Thank you oh, for thank taking the Thank having time. me. Yeah, of course. And I really enjoyed this conversation.
1: Yes. And
0: too. um stay well. Um, uh, you thank know, you. good luck with your family. And thank you, do, you so much. You definitely seem like very happy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Very um uh there's definitely a bright energy coming out of you with where you are in your life right now. So I think that's really inspirational for everyone. So thank Thank you you again, Sadie, for being a part of this. And thank you everyone for listening in. Have a great day. Bye.
1: Bye.